Steven Moe, I've been running for a minute. Ain't no complaints, cause I'm here to win it. Ain't no complaints. Steven Moe, I've been running for a minute. Ain't no complaints, cause I'm here to win it. Ain't no complaints. Steven Moe, I've been running for a minute. Ain't no complaints, cause I'm here to win it. What's going on? It's your boy Moo, aka Mr. 21 Days, aka Moosin Thornton. And I'm here with my guy, my dude. Yo, you know who it is, Steven Shears, aka Mr. Running Glasses, aka Mr. Beater, aka Mr. You see me, see you, seeing me, see you. And yo, welcome to another episode of Running for a Minute. It's our podcast. Wherever you're listening to us at Apple Podcasts. Google Play Podcast, Spotify Podcast, or our home Anchor Podcast, subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that follow button. Follow us. Tell a friend to tell a friend about running for a minute, about your boy Moot and your boy running glasses. You know what I mean? How you yeah. feel? Yeah, listen, look, you uh you just you just did the intro like you like you know what you're doing now. Like, uh oh, like I'm <laughs> Like, I feel like I'm part of something. Like, oh, he's doing that here. Like, I'm so fluent. Like, I ain't used to being fluent. Like, oh. Hey, hey yo, man. I want to pod, man. I, I mean, yo, I know I know. this podcast, we, we got content, but I'm looking at the Joe Rogan deal that he just got for his podcast. Now, he, like, he's on platforms right now, but in January, he's going to be exclusively on Spotify. Mm. They giving this dude a hundred million dollars a year. Mm. <laughs> Listen, that means that mean we got we got that mean we got some opportunity out there. Listen, the other the other girls with the what I forget their name, they complaining because they making they was making half a million. They got they was making sixty thousand a year. They boost them up because their ratings went up with two fifty. Barstool, they were signed with Barstool, same ones that that Gillian um, Gillian Wallow signed to. They were signed with Barstool, boost their rates up. They wasn't satisfied with that. One girl wasn't. The other girl said, "I'm taking the deal." So they Barstool on their rights and on their image and something like a deal like us right now. Like our content gonna always be our content, but we leave our you know our image and we. I mean, I ain't discussed that with you though, but. You know, <laughs> well, we got that gotta be this discussion though. I guess I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you know, sharpen up some things. Get some videographers, and I mean, do some. Give them the come up speech. We all gonna come up. When I come yeah, up, you listen, come up. Listen, we come up. We listen, all come up. Listen, listen. No, like this is a dream together. Listen, that's what uh. That's what uh, if you don't know who Toby and Wigwe is, that's what he did. Yeah. So he started yeah. doing all his, he did all his uh, recordings and stuff like with phones and and like some people with cameras and all that. He he mm-hmm. did his first video all the stuff by himself. And then so mm-hmm. when the second video came out where they gave him like a bag to really shoot the video, he uh-huh. went and shot the video the same way he shot the first video, and then gave everybody a bag. That's how it's supposed yeah. to be. You're supposed to be willing. You supposed to be willing to grind with each other. 
And then next thing you know, you look up when that bag come. Now everybody can eat off the bag. That's how Ha Ha Davis was. Ha Ha Davis was talking about that when uh, Wallow interviewed him. He's like his video man, his camera. Like they all came up together. His manager, they all stayed in it together. But you know, they knew who the talent was, so it wasn't like it wasn't like a partnership thing. But it was mm-hmm. because you gotta make everybody a partner so they can feel a part of the thing. But they knew who got sixty, who got forty. You know, they knew the percentage wise. But you still a part of it. You still got investment. And when when we get raised, we all get raised. It wasn't like they're employees. You know, what I, you know what I mean. They was yeah. partners. Just some partners get a uh, bigger share than the other ones or whatever. So they wasn't like employee. Like you're my employee or whatever. Uh, you got to work that anyway. You got to work that whole situation out. How you gonna work it out? You yeah. Listen, I, mean? I just want. I just want a percentage. That's all. Listen, that's all I'm worried about. Listen, let me on your team. I just give me a percentage. <laughs> I ain't worried about it. I ain't trying to get half. I ain't trying to get 40%. Yo, just give me a percentage Like, look, what's up? What y'all doing? What's your, what's your availability? 
Can y'all y'all can y'all do this? Mm-hmm. So now Mac mm-hmm. is going Mac is going to be the so Jonathan McLeod, Mr. Mac. If y'all know who he is, go look him up. So Mac is going to do most of the talking. He's going to be on there. He's going to be on there because he got fire that come out of him. That right, yo, like it just motivates me every time I hear him speak. Right. So why not put the best person in the position for y'all all to win? Right. That's what you gotta do. That's how I gotta do, man. I'm gonna put you in position. I'm gonna be ride with me. But you gotta ride with me. You gotta believe in me. Don't and don't just be riding with somebody because you know they got potential. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because there's a lot of it's a lot of leeches. You got. I mean, you gotta be. You got. You gotta know when the person's leeching, and when a person is reaching, or which when a person is really there for you, like really riding for you, or whatever. I know Mac can ride. I know Mac. Mac can ride. Mac being all, uh, yeah, every one of your entrepreneur, your young entrepreneur thing, but except for one. But you know what I mean? He he did. He was there, he was there in the gym, folding up chairs, folding tables there. Holding table. I'm like, look, dog, uh, I got work the next morning. <laughs> it's like 11 o'clock. Mac, yeah. You know what I mean? Mac, yeah. So that's beautiful, man. That's 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 great. That's that's beautiful. Love that right there. When y'all gonna yeah. do that? Is it is it oh, set it start, in stone? Listen, it start Monday. It start on Monday. Oh, it's set in stone. Yeah, it start on Monday. It's an eight-week program. We gonna be My in there, God. listen. And the other good part about it is like it's like it's like some opportunities become bigger opportunities. So right. what they was telling what they was telling us, see y'all y'all get some exclusive behind the scenes stuff. What they was oh. telling us was like as the people were signing up, it used to it was a, a option between kid entrepreneurship and music. So they mm. did because it's a full summer school program. So they got math, science, and all the other stuff. But they mm. got the choice between music and kid entrepreneurship. Yo, they mm. said the parents was calling in like, look. Listen, I paid a hundred dollars just for them to be in the kid entrepreneurship class. Like even See, if y'all don't the do the summer school. Here's the thing, bro. You got a service that's needed. Y'all got a service that needed right now, especially at a time like this. You teaching kids how, how to be entrepreneurs, teaching kids how to get their own money, especially at a time like this. Our kids, black and brown, whatever kids, but you know, teaching them how to how to construct it. Keep teaching them how to keep it, keeping it how they stay stable, and like you're a perfect model because you're a business. You know what I mean? You're not only your brand, but you're a business. You got other business business ventures, and you've been through the struggle, you've been through the failures, you've been through like you know going broke, spending your own money. Now you know you don't have to spend your own money, and you ain't supposed to spend your money because the other people don't spend their money. You know, yeah. <laughs> like they don't spend their money. They, they, the rich don't spend any money. They borrow from banks. They don't, they don't spend any money. So you can, you can break it down. The perfect source. You the perfect source to give the knowledge to the kids at a perfect time like this. No sweat because it's easy for it. No sweat because, the, because that's what you made to do. That's what you made to do. You the answer, bro. You the answer. Yeah, like you the answer, man. You the kids' answer. You the parents' answer. Like we gotta put our kids in this. Forget the music. Everybody want to do da da da. Put them in entrepreneurship. At least, they, at least they know how. If they if they work for somebody, they know how to work their dream and work for somebody. You know what I mean? Exactly. So that, that that's the perfect timing right there. That's the and perfect, listen, that's look, the it's not even, and it's not even just like everybody. Sometimes people think of entrepreneurship like 
oh, well, I ain't trying to sell this. I ain't trying to be out there begging people to buy stuff and stuff like that. No, it ain't even just that. It's just having an entrepreneurship mindset because a lot of mm -hmm. y'all at these companies, it's a lot of skills that y'all getting or a lot of skills that y'all can get and y'all can turn into a viable business. And I tell the kids all the time, look, if you're working at McDonald's, you had a multi-billion dollar company. You're getting paid to learn the process of the multi-billion dollar mm -hmm. company. I ain't gonna go into that because I went to that another episode. I need to go back and listen mm -hmm. to the episode where I broke that down. But listen, you got the opportunity to, to write your own ticket, to write your own checks. Just Facts. use what you learn. Facts, for sure, for sure. I was talking about, me and my brother was talking about McDonald's yesterday. He's like, yo man, this girl gave me a whole bunch of ketchup. Big inventory is gonna be messed up. I mm -hmm. said, yo, uh, no, she, no, he was at Popeye's. They gave him a whole bunch of honey. It's like, now why don't I need all this honey for, for one biscuit? He said, well, honey, uh, you know, don't, don't go bad. I said, but you learn that one-on-one -on -one at McDonald's, though. You give them one pack of ketchup, and you ask them, they ask them they want more. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They going to jack the inventory up. Like, you learn that from McDonald's right there about inventory and how to, you know, how to save and surplus and, like, how that kind of gets your budget and all that. You learn if you want to learn. If you did it, just say, like, there's the 9-5 or whatever, I'm just going as a summer job. Everything you going through life, wherever you're working at, wherever you're doing school, you always find that as a learning opportunity. That's what it is, a learning opportunity. You ain't only there to make money. You only there to learn. Learn people, learn how people work, learn how bosses work, learn how time schedules work, learn how that inventory works. Okay. And you learn and you learn extra stuff. I just seen on um I just seen on I think it was either Instagram or Facebook. McDonald's, mm. listen, McDonald's taking it to another level. McDonald's, mm. McDonald's had uh had found this these seeds of a rare plant or whatever. So the plant is yellow. So what they did was they took the seeds and they planted on the side of the highway. And like to all you like you drive past the highway, you just see the you just see them the grass and whatever. They took the seeds and planted it in, in the yellow seeds, yellow plants planted in the in the in the uh grass. So now mm. as the plants grew, now you see a McDonald's sign and and plants. But the thing is that the plant is so rare that it's illegal to pick them joints. So now they have a permanent sign for free on the side of the highway and plants that you can't pick. So it got to stay there. Hey, bro, and you know the things, and you know whatever you put in front of you constantly, it becomes your vision. You start wanting it. And listen, man, that's marketing geniuses right there, man. As marketing genius. That's why we got vision boards. Because every time we look at that thing, we envision it. We met, we go hungry for it. So I ain't even make a vision board this year. Oh, womp, womp. But the thing is getting large or whatever. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Uh, so y'all got that coming up in this. this On Monday, on the 1st. Mon June 1st. Yeah, that's that's dope. That's dope. Can people sign up, or they got sign up? Oh, through, they, uh, Eric Thomas, which they maxed, maxed out. out. They gave the uh, opportunity for you to work with with Eric Thomas. They, that that John, so they had. They said they said it was like um, it was like a thousand people on the waiting list because this first one is more of the it's more of the um of the uh, what's it called when you do the first one? I'm, I'm mad. I'm going blank. 
This is more of the, the pilot, pilot program. Pilot the pilot program. program. So this right. is opening up for 100 people, or 100 kids. The next right. one will have 1,000 kids in it. Right. So they, they're just, now the next the next one, that's the one. That's the that's the one where real, uh, a lot of lives and stuff will be changed. Because you so, think it's just so, simple? Just as simple so, as, I, as, as, a, uh, as a T-shirt. If I create so, a T-shirt and I can get my five friends to buy a T-shirt, Mm-hmm. Now I'd have made ten. I'd have made was five. If I made ten, I made fifty dollars off my shirt. And now you're right. teaching them that yo, we can have our own stuff. We can do our own. Right. right. I got t-shirts. I don't even put my t-shirts on myself. I don't know why. But look, yo, listen. What I need you to do, right? You listening, right? Yeah. That Facebook live that you did, your teaching that you did. I need you to delete it. You ain't gonna take you off your page, are you? You want me to do what? Your phone take you off up. your page. Oh man! Like what off my uh, page? That that lesson that you did, that Facebook Live lesson you did, entrepreneurship, <laughs> the two that you gave out, the two freebies. Uh huh. Take it off your take it off your page. Mm. Take take it off. Take take it off your page. Oh, take it off your page. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, we we don't have to do that. Oh, oh, you doing that? Oh, then you do such scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Watch how those views pop up. Nah, man. Nah, man. Nah, nah. You can't have this. Can't have that, bro. Can't have. It. But you're gonna keep it on, right? No, I'm gonna get. Listen, I'm giving them. I'm gonna give them. Uh, what's today? Thursday. They go ahead till Monday. I'm gonna leave it up there till Monday. Monday and Monday, all this, all this free stuff coming down. Look, you gotta. But the thing is this: the thing is this, though. It's not that I'm not gonna still give out the free stuff. It's more I'm gonna give it exclusively to certain areas and stuff. Like it's just as simple right. as this. Look, I got a running glasses Facebook group. Join the running glasses Facebook group. I'm gonna put it yeah. back on there. It's gonna be there for free. Join the Facebook right. group. And all it is is, all it is is, I need y'all help just like y'all need the information I'm giving y'all. I need y'all to right. look at it and say like, yo, like, oh yeah, we don't like that. We need to change that part. So I can adjust it, make it the best, make it one of the best programs that I can make it into. And I can right. get more help and more focus if I put it in the group rather than it being on my page and there's no feedback, there's no no nothing. I can't really ask because it might be right. four or five posts down from the last time I posted. Yeah, that's right. That's that sounds right. That's good, man. Uh Shoot, I turned 40 today, man. Happy birthday to me. Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday oh, to me. Oh, yeah. I feel great, man. I feel like I'm in the best shape of my life right now. I feel like I can fight Mike Tyson and stand toe to toe with you talking about. <laughs> Did you see Mike Tyson? You saw the, uh, the he going back to boxing? <laughs> uh, they talking about knuckle. They talking about, they, they talking about knuckle fighting, yo. Talking about knuckle fighting. That's what they talking about. He going fight with bare knuckles or something. I ain't with that. I'm I don't cool. know we, yeah, totally cool with that. But yeah, I uh, I seen it. But no, nah, 40 is a big thing, man. I'm telling you, I was a little emotional, man. Uh, You know, got a text from my son at 2 o'clock in the morning. And that's when he came in from work, you know, tell me happy birthday. Text from my daughter, 3.30. They know I'm up that early. And like emotional with everything that's going on right now, like I made 40 because like 
I know when I was their age, ages, uh, well, when I was Marquis' age, he's 19, 18, 18, he'd be 19. Uh, I was just getting married, but even before then, I thought I had to, you know, get married because I I didn't feel that I wasn't going to even see 40, you know what I mean? Being out on these, these streets, man, doing whatever I was doing. Uh, now, like, like the streets ain't, the streets still danger because it was a two quadruple killings in Philadelphia within eight seconds apart. Uh-huh. So, you know, streets dangerous, but Philly ain't talking about that. Philly talking about God rest the dead with George, uh, George Floyd. What's the name? George yeah. Floyd, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the horrendous act of uh, a cop, man. Knee on his neck, killed the man. You know what I mean? Uh, the senseless act again, happening over and over. You know, lynching, lynching, modern day lynching happening over and over again. You know, and uh, I think we discussed yesterday about the outrage, and uh, I was saying, you know, I'm just tired of talking. You know what I mean? Tired of posting. You know, just tired. Of, I, I'm tired of people video camera, video, mm-hmm. you know, and not not doing anything, uh, not doing anything in video. And I've been in situations where I pulled up on a cop. You know, cop wasn't, you know, putting his hands on on, on kids, man. Something wasn't right, you know. And I, I got you know my younger days. Older, you know, based that on, gave him a few lashings when I came back over Philly too. Gave him a little few lashings or whatever. Told him how I felt. Uh, yeah, kind of backed up, you know. But I'm saying in that situation, I was reading somebody's post. A man said, "Well, if you intervene and you get killed, then what?" Yeah. Yeah, but that's the, that's the lesson. No, that right there. Like, what about, like, the thing about it is this, though. It's not, now, I, I understand God got a plan for my life. And God, God is going to cover me in, in all ways, shapes, or form and stuff, though. But I'm not sure if, or maybe that is my calling, to be the guy that, that step up for somebody else and I get killed and I become a martyr for everybody else to wake up and realize, yo, something got to change. But then the other part of it is just like this though, like, like, am I being selfish? Am I like, am I, am I being selfish to want to live? Like, just as simple as like, like they say with uh, Dr. Martin Luther King, he did, he did a lot for us, he did a whole bunch for us that allowed us to be able to do the stuff that we're doing now. But how mad mm-hmm. would you been at? Would you would have been at Martin Luther King and Martin Luther King like, look, y'all, y'all, y'all know what? I can't do it no more. Like, they gonna kill me. I don't want to die. I want to be with my family. Like how mad could you have been if he would have been like, yo, I want to be with my, I, I don't want my family to grow up with nobody. Mm-hmm. And and that's the thing about it. Like it's unfair what's going on. It's just crazy. It ain't right. Cause as, as a black man, it's hard to even just walk outside. Like just walking outside right. is dangerous. Right. Matter of fact, not right. even that. Just living is dangerous. Cause even being it, in your own house, you can get killed. Yeah, yeah that so got my trauma. Mad. That got my trauma like, that got my trauma level and my trauma triggers on the all-time high, it, even with my anxiety, man. Uh, on the all-time high, uh, 
I got, like I said, man, I got a son, 19-year-old, a 20-year-old, and they both drive by themselves to work. Uh, one live in the suburban area, one drive out to the suburban area to uh, work. Uh, I encountered those cops before, and uh, and I'm the nicest guys. And my sons ain't as meek. They're not, they're meek. They're not as aggressive as I am or uh, I was, however you want to put it. Uh, yeah, and I don't. I, I think those those guys in blue and black they smell fear, and they can be. Some of them can be jerks at times. Uh, only one I ran to wasn't a jerk. It's probably I can now I can count them on my hand, and I've been pulled over by cops numerous amount of times. Cops had their hands on their guns. Uh. While I just poured over by a truck, so the relationship with cops in our community—I don't know if it can ever be fixed. But I know these cops, like the cop, the boy that killed—forget uh, his name, slipping my mind—George uh, Floyd. He had like 44 uh, complaints. Like, no, not 40. He had over 100 complaints. And he mm -hmm. shot at some Mexican kid like 44 times or something. Like, yeah. you know, they can check these cops. Like, it should be something like every year to go through a cop file. Like, a head, like the governor should uh, set a task force in every state to go through every police district, every county their cops and go through they, they folders every year to see if they need help. You understand what I'm saying? They need mm -hmm. more training. They need sensitivity training, cultural training, you know, see what they need to prevent this. They supposed to protect and serve. No way my kids should be scared of cops. You know what I mean? Yeah, it ain't. It ain't. Protect and serve. But then the, the question is this though, is at the end of the day, they still all colluding with each other. Even the other, the other, like the FBI, the CIA, the other people, like once you get to the point, once you get to the point, it's like they become their own society. So they still only, they still look out for each other. So the, mm -hmm. so how do you police the the people that's policing the police? Like it's, it's still, you still got to get higher and higher levels and there's no way of stopping the collusion because at the end of the day, it's like it comes. It so, becomes. You start to so, see these people more. You start to run into them more. Just like just as simple as this. I don't have a special L and I person, but if I keep running into the L and I person that's coming out inspecting my properties and stuff like that, eventually that that L and I person is going to be a little bit more lenient on me, or the L and I person ain't going to look as much as like they used to because I have a. I might have a history of the last three properties you looked at was good. This property, right. could be, I could have did worse on this property, but now right. you giving me a, you giving me a, a, a pass, or you're not looking at stuff as hard as you did the first time. So how do we right. keep them? How do we keep them on the task of the first time? Man, yeah, find committees, man. Committees ran by the people for the people, man. You gotta set up committees. Have to set up committee. I mean, they got money like. Every um, city uh, get money allocated from the government, allocated for 
violence on the streets or whatever. Uh, pastor Day was telling me about it. Carl Day, shout out to Carl Day. He's a he's a pastor. He's he's really working these streets, man, and uh, for violence prevention for these kids, man. So it's a violence prevention. I forget how many millions they give the city, but anybody can apply for. You don't have to have your uh, yeah, not text, non zip or whatever. You just gotta apply for it and say what you do. And which people don't know what violence prevention really look like. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that what I'm saying, that money, like violent prevention money, that can look like for them setting up committees to actually oversee these police, you know what I mean, and make sure they get the right things they need the proper rest what they needed, you know what I mean? Check on, dude, look, man, look, check on these guys' homes and see how their home lives are, because a lot of them bringing their home life into, you know, into work life, and they taking their frustration out on on the uh, the community, man. Mm-hmm. And check these guys out, man, and see what's going on in their home, man. And, and see, see what, what can what can be done about the whole situation because this gotta stop, man. This gotta stop. People will rise up. You see, they burnt the police station. They was burning the police station, man. Yeah. Like that's what's gonna happen, man. People gonna start rising up, man. They they tired, man. Took a tired, man. Really tired. Yeah, but then, but that, but the thing about the thing about it is just though, like I'm not. I'm listen. I'm I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful some changes gonna happen. And some things gonna be fixed, and and, and we gonna stop seeing what we keep seeing. Like it, it's normal. But then the thing about it is this though: this is just the film stuff. It's still a lot more to go on that's not film that's happening. It's a lot of it's a lot that's still going on, even with the with the regular interactions with cops. Mm-hmm. So it, even if there's no disciplinary history on them, or no, there's no no complaints on them. Cause us as black people, we ain't we ain't really going in there complaining. Like we not going to file no complaint, and yeah. and you can see hundreds of videos on when they go when you go try to file a complaint. Like they treating you like you in there like oh, no, yeah. but 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 see, is when you file a complaint, you got to give your address and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, your address and everything, and so. And people, people are deterred by that. You know, people don't want to do that because y'all gonna start harassing me. Mm-hmm. Because think about to, it. Have you, like me personally, I've had it. Whereas though, I ride past the cop, I mean, I'm walking past the, the cop riding past me, and they know I'm from a certain block, and they stop and roll down their window and look at me like, "Oh, what you doing out here? Like, what's going with you? This, that, another. Oh, you, mm-hmm. uh, uh, where your uncles at? Where your such and such at?" And you see, I'm sitting there looking at them like, why are you bothering me? Like, all I'm doing is, <laughs> oh, yeah, you from that block. You from that, like, and they associate you with certain neighbors. And let alone, I'm lucky enough, I I haven't done anything that has to involve police. But let alone, if you got a history, they on yeah. your top. Like, I see them harass cousins, friends, family, all that. And like, yo, like, yo, like, oh, oh, all right, we watch you. Just know your first slip up, we, we here. We, you going back. Like, we, like, and that's what happens, like. So how do you stop the harassment? Like, cause it's like they're in the they gang, they paid gang that have the power. And what and what can you do about them? What like how can you what can you do about it? Because even if you complain or even if you uh 
even if you go about the right the right path to uh get it done or get stuff get stuff changed during that path is going to be a lot of people that's going to get the that's going to get the backlash of it there's going to be a lot of people that's going to go to jail for next to nothing or for something that would have been a minor infraction but now is is trumped is trumped up to whatever else because all they got to say you was resisting yeah yeah. Like how is like yeah, how I, 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 yeah, I, I got How am I going to jail hey, for resisting arrest and that's my only charge? Listen, I look, boy, boy was boy had me on the witcher come. I'm like, get off me, man. Why are you pulling me? No, you can't check my car. No, you can't check my car. Like, why you got a baseball bat? Because I play softball. Cause I play softball. Oh, that there goes the glove right there. Why are you on me? I mean, why are you on me? Yeah. Yeah. And and this is just this is just typical regular regular talk and regular stories. This not even like the deeper ones that other people had and things like that. And I know like my cousins, my family and stuff, they ain't go down there complaining because they already had a target on their back. They already had the cops harassing them and stuff. So they didn't even they didn't even take the time to go and complain because now you want me coming there and all and the sad part is this, though. It's your word against the cops. It's your word against the video. It's your word against all the cops is, is presumed to be right or presumed to be or presumed to be not telling the lies. But you are, it seems like you presume that you're lying. So you got to defend yourself. You got to defend your word, defend what happened when it's like, yo, yeah, this uh, is the truth. But if the cop tells a different story, then the cop's truth is the truth. Unless you yeah, can prove that the cop isn't right. But even if when you prove they're not right or they're telling a lie, that don't matter either sometimes. Man, I'm, I'm glad. My grandma came out. Like, my grandma came out, like, and I'm, I'm going to get fat. I was dirty. I was dirty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I, was, I, was, I was super dirty. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was super dirty. But <laughs> but I dropped my grandma off at the corner and they seen me drop her off and they I they was following me since I dropped her off, you know what I mean? And I guess she came over like, leave my you know, she came over, leave him, why you got home like that? I'm like, oh, yo, like, you know, I'm playing it off like like I'm 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 cool, but it's still like y'all ain't had the grip. Y'all ain't Y'all didn't have no proper calls to go and try to ask me, can y'all look inside my car? Y'all ain't have no even calls while y'all was pulling me over. Mm-hmm. Only calls y'all had me pulling over because I was in the projects. I was riding, I was in the projects. That's the only call. Mm-hmm. And telling yeah. me what they are and all that. That's the only call. Because in the same, same Wichita, I had the baseball bat in there. And then I had my, I then I had my roster in there, my school roster. You know what I'm saying? I was going community. I had myself my, my roster right there. You ain't ask nothing about community college. My, my community college folder right there. Who you ain't ask about? When you talking about baseball bat? Mm-hmm. And no, the baseball bat wasn't for softball. And no, the the gun on my under my seat wasn't wasn't legit. And yes, I had something in my trunk. But what you just sniffed that out? I know, right? But no, but then, look, you got to think about it like this. You got to think about it like this. Whether you right or wrong, it's all to their discretion. 
So like right. they even got even got family members that got felonies for whatever it is that they did. Whereas though Man. now, once you got a felony or you on probation, any interaction with the cops can send you back. Any interaction. Yeah. If yeah. they decided. So if you outside, and, and and that's the other thing about it. We got bike police that ride around, and you just stand outside, the bike police might just roll up on you. And they can, I'm telling D, I'm telling my wife, yeah, they can frisk you. It's like, no, I say, man, that that kid, that the mayor put in that, man, they can yeah. frisk you if they want. Probably, yeah. they can frisk you. They got little things that show, see whether you got a gun on you or not. Like, they can frisk you anytime they want. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be, don't give them over. Like, the bottom line, man, like, I tell my son they meet, and I tell you, you know, during our pre, our pre-show uh, meeting or whatever, I'm like, yo, I'm real rough. Like, yo, what's up? What you, what happened? I'm not. Hey, hey, officer. What you, uh, no. Good evening, officer. Can I ask you why you pulled me over? Oh, man. Like, uh, license registration, here it go right in. Is the reason? Do you want to know why? You, no, I don't. I don't. Don't want to know. I, you know what I mean? You must have the right to pull me over. Don't want to know. I tell my son. I tell my sons. Don't give them a reason. Don't give them a reason. Don't give them a reason. Don't. Don't give them a reason. Don't want to bury. Don't give them a reason. Have your stuff on there. Don't give them a reason. Yeah, Sorry, look, I don't practice what I preach. But look, look, look though, let's not let's not make this too sad and somber and all the other stuff and things. Like we like listen, we we you know what it is. Like life ain't fair for us. We ain't gonna keep going with it and everything. Like y'all understand it's hard for black men out here. And and that's why truthfully, that's the one reason I wear glasses because I look less threatening with my glasses on. Like that's the main that's the main reason I wear my glasses. Like <laughs> Like that's the main. Like I look less threatening. Like oh, like yeah, it wasn't him. Like it, no, it wasn't him. No, he's he's good. He's all right. <laughs> they let they always let the dude with the glasses go. Like no, he no, he's fine. He's yeah, he wasn't part of that. But uh, but yeah, but what but what else going on with you though? You no, know, we only got like ten minutes. We only got like ten minutes left. Ten minutes? Oh no, uh, man. I'm hey man. Listen, listen, man. I'm good, man. I, I feel like I'm I'm the marriage coach right now, man. I feel good about. I feel good about that. Next I feel good about my next class is June the eighth. My next class is June the eighth, and uh, I got like ten slots left. I'm telling them like, like I'm selling my my slots at ten dollars. This is the last day because it's my birthday. I, I mean, it might go. I might say this is the last day again on Friday. Yeah, it might go the wrong way, but you know, I might say this is the last day again on Friday. But this is the last day because my birthday. So I got a marriage uh, coaching. Uh, class by virtual joint ten dollars. You can hit me up. Uh, people got confused with the with the event right. They they didn't uh, see the email with the Zoom virtual joint. So just hit me up. Minute with move. Uh, cash at me ten dollars or my Venmo cash uh, Venmo me ten dollars. I send you. I email you or send you your phone, your DM. I send you the link to the class. And we bang out like that. This class gonna be on communication, man. Uh, yeah, man. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it, man. I'm excited about like I was reading my first book, uh, and it had a part in there like you're the answer. You gotta be the answer. Like I'm the answer. And you gotta look at yourself like, man, I'm the answer. I'm the answer. I put up those stats on divorces 
I put all those stats on second when you get married, second time divorces, and I put those stats up so people can see what they in for. You know what I mean? And I'm looking at myself, and I'm looking at myself, and God telling me, like, you the answer. You're right. I am the answer. I'm the answer. God downloaded something in me, you know what I mean, put me through some heartache, put me through some pain, put me through some trouble so I can share it with other people. Not only put me through trouble and share it with other people, but he gave me some wisdom along with it, you know? You know, he, he told me to go study some things, you know what I mean, so I can help couples. And I'm excited about building a family, man. It starts, everything you see in these streets right now, it starts with the home. It start with the home and has a strong foundation. And I'm trying to I'm trying to get these marriages together so kids won't be running crazy or whatever. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it, it, it don't affect it only affect everybody. So yeah, I'm excited, man. That's what I'm doing. What else I'm doing? That's what I got going on, man. Uh, yeah. That's what I got going on. Work working on the I'm working on a, uh, some visual to my, my book, 21 Days of Life, Family and Friends Together. Working on a visual today. I think like uh, a 15-minute series, like seven series on that. So I think I just thought I'm thinking of that. So that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, well, well we, we cutting it short right now. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's all we got for y'all. That's it. That's all we got. That's all we got. <laughs> so Ain't nothing left. Nothing left. <laughs> so nothing listen. Left. Hey, so listen. I'm the boy Moo, aka Mr. Twenty One Days, aka Musin Thornton. And yo, I'm Steven Shears, aka Mr. Running Glasses, aka Mr. Be There, aka Mr. You see me, seeing you see me, see you. I'm seeing you see me. And yo, you've been running for a minute. Ah! <laughs> <laughs>